Goodbye now. It's over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is The Wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's This week we asked, would you pay a scalper $20,000 to go to a Taylor Swift concert? And do Canadians need another excuse to hate airlines? Hold my beer, says WestJet, as they introduce new fees. Joining us today is our regular rap panel. Leah Live is a TV reporter and radio host, and Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey, and she's an author and broadcaster as well. Leah, Sarah, welcome. Hey there. Hi, guys. Hello. Well, quite the uh, story when it regards to tickets this week. Of course, we know uh, Taylor Swift's uh, tickets went on sale. And uh, within the first probably 15 minutes after the first batch of tickets were sold, they're, they were sold, they're, they're sold over uh, three times over a day, 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m., December 6th, 7th, and 8th. Minutes after that first sale at 1 p.m., guess what? Uh, the tickets were already listed on SeatGeek up to $19,000 for tickets and on StubHub $10,000 for one ticket to a Taylor Swift concert uh, here in Vancouver. Now, at the same time, uh, we've always been talking, well, we spent a lot of time talking about the Stanley Park train, the fact that it hasn't been running for a couple of years now. Well, those tickets went on sale after the city says, look, we've got the, the train fixed, at least one locomotive, and uh, I think there are three carriages, but guess what? Uh, there's not enough carriages, number one. Generally, there are a lot more, and they're not going to be accessible for those in wheelchairs. But still, uh, the city sold 23,000 tickets in 19 minutes, but you wouldn't believe how many people (laughs) didn't get tickets to go on the Stanley Park train. Well, one of our colleagues, uh, Amy Beeman here at CKNW, was on the line trying to get Stanley Park tickets for the family. Well, we heard her complaining very, very loudly. We (laughs) sent in somebody to record the audio. Take a listen. But it says 23,000 tickets were sold in other 90 minutes. I logged on at 9.24, I was in the queue for 38 minutes. So I was on before 10 a.m., which is 60 minutes, and there were no tickets. I could not get a single ticket for a single night for a single time. 90 minutes, nuh-uh. This is worse than Taylor Swift. Look at I'm still sending things to my friends. Just one train running. Everybody was talking about it. All the moms groups. All we wanted to do was to go to Stanley Park and ride the train. And it doesn't look like we'll be doing that again this year. Rule number one, do not ever, ever not piss off Monday. the mom groups. Not the mom groups. The, the mom groups are brutal. <laughs> they are the I, I'm worst. I'm going to tell you right now, the mom groups are brutal. Man, and I'm not a mom, oh, but I know you, they're brutal. You definitely don't. But guess what? Hey, we checked on Craigslist. People are selling Stanley Park train tickets on Get Craigslist. Out. Yes, are they you are. Serious? Yes, oh, they are. Wow. So I'm not sure what the question is. Is this a commentary wow. on society today? Or the other question, if, if people are going to be paying $20,000 for a Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift, concert most people aren't anyway what would you what would your maximum be let me start with taylor swift first of all with with you leah what's the maximum you would pay for a taylor swift a ticket uh-oh uh <laughs> <laughs> i might upset the swifties out there no do it i i think she's amazing i think she's super talented but i'm not one of the swifties that are like hey any tickets like a lot of my friends were posting on facebook and twitter and instagram saying oh my god i'm in line i'm getting i'm like really you're a swifty like i'm quite shocked by it but i mean she's great but to me honestly i'm not huge going to concerts and i'm definitely not going to pay a lot to see taylor swift i just it's just not in me i'm just not a swift <laughs> fan, but I mean, if someone gave them to me, then maybe I'd go. Yeah. I know that sounds awful. Sarah, how about you? <laughs> but well, 
I mean, I worked for our sister station all through the 90s, and I got to go to a lot of concerts for free. Um, I am now, you know, almost 30 years older than that, and I do not want to be jostled and have drinks spilt on me and people screaming and yelling and crying and stomping all over me and pay like thousands of dollars for the honor. So it's not Taylor Swift in particular. It's anybody. I am not dragging my sorry ass all the way downtown paying thousands of dollars to go to a concert, not to mention the fact that parking is going to be a nightmare, everything else. And and I and no I might hotels. have actually spent... Well, here's the other thing is, is my, is my ticket actually real? Because this is the other thing, right? The mm-hmm. scammers. Like, people have paid thousands of dollars for tickets that have ended up not being real tickets. So that, that would be the kind of thing that if it happened to me, I'd be like, you know, thank God firearms are not an issue in this country because if I had one... Somebody be paying. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't be allowed to resell your ticket, honestly, because then you won't have scalpers. You should have to give your ID, and if you're sick that day, you transfer them to somebody, email them to somebody. You shouldn't be yeah, allowed I, to do that. There, I think it's out of hand. And I think she's, I think, to, you know, to her credit, uh, uh, Taylor Swift has tried to take on Ticketmaster and all these other things. Yeah. Um, Pearl Jam did this back in like the nineties. They did, they wanted to avoid all this kind of stuff, but there's, unfortunately, there's people that, that you know, that this is what they're going to do. They're going to yeah. sell this. We should ask Jazz because he wanted tickets. Did you get tickets, Jazz? Did you no, get tickets? No, I didn't. I what didn't get What would you pay then? Ten grand? What would you pay? No, I think <laughs> I, I think it's a cultural phenomenon. I'd pay, be willing to pay five hundred. I'd go up to five hundred. Okay. Yeah, Chris Gales, I asked Chris Gales that question. I think he'd go pay five hundred. <laughs> Bal- Keith Baldry already said he'd pay. He's got two daughters. Uh, Keith for sure. Too? Yeah, Keith would pay five. He said five hundred, no problem. He's, <laughs> but he's, he's also going to add the the trip for the ferry in that. Oh too. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the second question, and with what, his luck, the ferries wouldn't be running that day. Well, they're not running after. Windy. They're not running after seven o'clock tonight. So. They, <laughs> Yeah, go. Oh my god. They're not. They're not. We got a storm. Oh, that's right. In. There's a windstorm. Yeah, There's ex- a wind. Exactly. We are speaking to our Friday rap panel. Leo Lives, the TV reporter and radio host, and Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey, author and broadcaster. They are our Friday rap panel. All right, well, topic number two. Now flying during the holiday season is stressful enough. WestJet found a way to tick off uh, travelers. Uh, Earlier this week, the airline says first, second, and excess bags paid via an airport agent will cost flyers an additional $10. Uh, And they also added that uh, guests that fly Econo or EconoFlex with EconoFlex flares will now pay a fee for seat selection during check-in if they choose a preferred or emergency exit row seat. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this mm-hmm. world. It's tough enough already as it is. Leah, your thoughts on this? Just, uh, you know, oh. uh, I don't even know what else to say. You know, I think we all I feel mean, the same. Right? <laughs> I don't understand. We have to, okay, we've, we have to pay to pick a seat when we've already bought the seat. This is what blows my mind. I've already bought a seat on that plane, but because... I need to pick a seat now. I have to pay more. I don't get it. I mean, pretty soon, sounds like we're going to be charged just to stand in the airport. If you're in the airport standing there, another $10. You're here for half an hour, another $10. Like, this is just what it's going to. It yeah, like, or, or the chain charge you for using the bathroom or something like that. Um, yeah, exactly. Sarah, your thoughts on this? I mean, you know, I think people would would just be happy if you said, here's your set price, and yeah. that's it. Just Please. put all of it into one <laughs> price, and yes. that's it. I mean, yeah. I'm old enough to remember getting on a plane and having arm room. Also, people smoked on the plane, but that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but, but <laughs> no. you, you were served meals with silverware. 
And, you know, there you can easily like if you were a middle seat, it was not the end of the world. And, you know, you, you brought your luggage to the airport and you checked it and you bought your ticket. And that was it. Like, that was it. So now it's basically like, oh, my God, I got a ticket for 129 bucks. Well, after tax and baggage and all that kind of stuff, all of a sudden it's 450. Like, surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. People want to see like you're going to get a lot farther if it's like this is the price. That's all you need to know. Yeah, include, I would. Yeah, I, I would go out of my way to shop at an air for an airline ticket from a company that was like, "This is the price." That's all, all included. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. I think the other thing is beyond just the nickel and diming, is yeah. is the other thing which is they made seats smaller. And just the idea no of travel, legroom, the idea of traveling is painful. So they not only have made it not a great experience anymore, but because yeah. of the tight fit and economy and everything else, they have now nickel and dime Jew as well. So it's almost like it's a, it's a one-two punch. But yeah, oh, you're totally. like, I mean, the thing is, is you, you know, you have to fly to go to places and it used to be a fun thing. I remember as a kid, I was so excited when I was like flying to Edmonton and stuff by myself. And I was like, ooh, and it was nice at the time. But you look at these airlines, like Flair Airlines is even worse. They like charge you for everything. Even if you're online, just typing in stuff, they charge you. You call <laughs> them, they charge you. You think about them, they charge you. You know, like it's just ridiculous. It just makes you well, not want to even bother. That's the problem. And then of course, if they don't live up to their end of the bargain, like they cancel a flight or you're... You can't get your money back. Um, if yes, you, have you to can't talk to it, human. <laughs> if you if you have to change your flight, you you, you get charged for that. I mean, the, the airline bill of rights apparently means nothing. I'm sorry if I'm not satisfied. Like if I purchase something and then I want to return it, the vast majority of stores in the in the lower mainland anywhere will take returns. I'm I, I'm unable to use this ticket. I would like to return it. Oh, I'm sorry. That's going to cost you 25, 50% of the yeah. value of the ticket. And we might restocking uh, like, I mean, the ticket happened with my mom where WestJet gave us a credit for one year. Oh, thank you so much. What? We yeah. paid you. You won't give our money back. And that credit should not expire. You jackasses. Yeah. No, it shouldn't. And, and it, they'll, 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 on what they'll do when they, as they hold on to that money to put it in the bank and they make interest yeah. off of it as well, right? Yeah, exactly. They make money off of it. They can't even get anybody's wheelchairs to their destination designated places. So, you well, know, and like, this is the thing is, I, I used to think, you know, WestJet, oh, employee don't now. And now it's basically like, really? Well, then the employees really need to give their head a shake because this no. is not yeah. really. No, the whole no, airline industry working. is, it's, it's, they're their own worst enemies and uh, it is what it is. They no, need I, more competition. Yeah, and partially it's also, like, I mean, I think all of us as consumers also have to ask ourselves when you think, oh, I got a great deal. Are you really getting a great deal? We've got to also yeah, say, well, there's a value to, to paying at least what you believe is, is the right and fair price. And so, so yeah. many of us, I think, are addicted to deals as well or think we're getting a deal, but over the long term, it's never really a deal either. So that's. And, and that's when you say plus fees, please tell us what they are. Yeah, you I'm, know? I'm yeah. always amazed that people go, well, I, I've got. XYZ airline, they got a great deal. Well, I said, that's fine. But you know, <laughs> yeah. that airline's got three planes. And if one of them yeah. goes down, yep. the other two are in the other Good part luck. of the country. You're stuck. At least if they're yeah. Canada WestJet, you may not like them, but they have a few more planes where they can actually give you another plane to fly. So I sometimes get annoyed too. But even, we, yeah. even that though, remember last Christmas, oh, we had a couple of snowstorms. Oh, if, you had that a was package, awful. if you had a package deal to Mexico oh, and like, oh, there's yeah. no planes, you can't fly anywhere. You've now lost your your trip to Mexico, 
I mean, even if you, even mm-hmm. if you couldn't go, it was like, okay, you got there, you turned around and come back. And the airlines are basically like, oh, well, like, you, you know, you had lots of insurance. And if you did have the insurance, oh, well, that was an act of God. Like, yeah. that really is yeah. darn bad. It was exactly. an act of God. Yeah, it was the act of God. <laughs> All right, I ladies, guess. we've run out of time. Thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You, you guys, guys, too.